The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fastit. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour on Z Radio Live. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. What's going on? This is Happy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy, hanging out with you for the next hour. So call the show. 856 49 Hoppy. That's 856 494 6773. And because this is a podcast, it's not live, but you can always leave me a voicemail and I will be sure to get to you. Also, you can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can email me, Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. And also, if you are using the iHeartRadio app, which I don't know why you wouldn't be using the iHeartRadio app, you can always leave me a message with the talkback feature. And I appreciate it. Also, I began a new website. I got a little side venture going on. Way to make some money. I'm offering goods and services. All right, here's the deal. Everybody goes, oh my God, I want to do a podcast. Or you'll be in a discussion. Maybe you're smoking a doobie because of your medical card and you're hanging out. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. Or you're drinking some brews. Whatever you're doing and you just talk about your favorite topic. And the person goes, oh, you know so much about it. Why don't you begin a podcast? And then the person that knows a lot about something goes, oh, I've been meaning to begin a podcast. I just I just don't know how. Well, go to podcastmanifest.com. And there it has my contact info. I have the Rodecaster Pro Board. I have Adobe Audition. I got microphones and headphones. And if you're in the Bay Area, Tampa Bay, Clearwater, St. Petersburg, the home base, <laughs> you can hire me. And we can negotiate a price and more. But it was an idea I came up with last week. And I was like, why am I not doing it? We have so much to get into. So that's the quick plugs. That's everything that's going on. Um, We need to have a talk. So I think everybody should probably sit down for a second, take a deep breath, grab some water, um, write down some notes. So if you're using your Google Keep or Google Docs, or if you're traditional and you have a piece of paper, it's time for Hoppy 101. I, I, I have a lot on my mind. And what do I have a lot on my mind about today? Women. No. Also, I don't care that you voted. Nobody cares that you voted. First of all, before I even get into it, people judge dudes that go to gentlemen's clubs all the time. Oh, those exotic dancers don't care about you. And the people that judge dudes who go to gentlemen's clubs are often people who are very smarmy, who are very woke, who go out there and vote. And they think those politicians care about them. <laughs> Funny how that works. 
the politicians that you are voting for, that you are bowing down for, that you are canvassing for, are no different than the dude who's sad going to the gentleman's club. They don't. They don't care. They care about power. And they care about doing what they want to do to run a country. But when you think they care about you, oh, look at me. I voted. No one cares. You think um, random radio guy or random person from Largo, Florida, you think people see your post and go, oh, my God, because he voted, I'm going to go vote. Wow. You voted. Wow. That's so cool, dude. You are just changing the world with your post of you holding a little decal that says I voted and a cup of coffee from the local church you went to to vote at. I mean, that is just so, it's so awesome, man. Like you did the basic thing ever. I swear to God. Last week, I had the funniest thing happen. It wasn't really that funny. Uh, I am not trying to manifest it. I am not trying to put the energy out there. But my phone... I don't really pray. I don't believe in God. I don't think there's anything after we die. But if you do believe in God, please pray for my phone. It's been acting up lately. And this happens every two years. And usually every two years, the new iPhone comes out and then your phone begins to die of the previous generation. Um, That's not a coincidence. Shut up! I'm being serious. That's not a coincidence. My phone's been acting up a little bit. And the other day, I think it was a sign from the universe to not have Tinder on my phone. I think it was a sign from the universe that having Tinder on your phone is like having herpes for the phone. I go to delete Tinder. I'm annoyed with Tinder. It's so vapid. Uh, and I delete it. And then all of a sudden my phone freezes and it froze on the part that says, do you want to delete this app? And then I tried to reset it. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was at the... Uh, Dignitary Cafe over on West Shore Boulevard uh, with my good friend Ian Beckles. And uh, I was over there and this like Gen Z kid was like, let me do this for you. I felt so old. I mean, you might as well have called the funeral home to prepare my funeral. The first time I didn't know how to do something with a phone. Usually I've always been young and now I'm 29 and I'm old. Also, something that's been on my mind, something that I've been really thinking about lately, something that's really just been driving me nuts, is this whole Twitter thing. And what I mean by it is this. Everybody's surprised that Elon Musk is ruining Twitter. Elon Musk is nothing more and nothing less than the son of a rich dude who gets to buy nice things. He didn't really create anything. He barely does a good job with Tesla from hearing from people that know about money or have money or uh, know about cars. No one ever goes, oh my God, he really did a good job with Tesla. Everyone kind of half asses and goes, yeah, he does all right. But it's very clear that he's running Twitter into the ground. And a quick message, again, it's the same people that said, I voted, look at me. Uh, a little shout out to you real quick, the people that have to let us know your political views, thinking you're different or more important than us. But really, you poop and you're going to die at the end of the day, so your opinion really doesn't matter. Uh, nobody cares that you are getting off of Twitter. Oh, 
Elon Musk is joining Twitter and taking over and buying it. I'm never going to go on Twitter again. I'm deleting the account. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, bitch. Bye. I mean, seriously, have we really reached that narcissism where people are like, I'm getting off of Twitter, goodbye. You can get off of Twitter all you want. I don't care, but don't expect people to actually care if you're gone from Twitter. And then if there are people that care that you're gone from Twitter, you don't want to surround yourself with them because they're weirdos if they even notice that. They, that's a weird thing to notice. It's the same people that go, I'm done with Facebook. I'm getting off now. No, 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 no. No one cares. You don't matter. You look at how small the planet is compared to the universe and how you can't even jump two inches. And you see how small the moon is from when you're just walking around or you look at the sun. We can see it from outer space. They can't see us. You don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Just get off the social media platform and be gone. Trust me. Same people. The same people that go, oh my God, I just got out of Facebook jail. I can't believe I went to effing Facebook. Cool. So you're an asshole on Twitter. You're an asshole on Facebook. I mean, seriously. I've known people that have commented like, let's say it's about a theme park and they're in a theme park group on Facebook and the theme park's getting rid of the ride. And the person would comment, I'm going to blow up the theme park if they don't bring back this ride at Universal. And it's like, it's funny, kind of, I guess. Not really. Uh but of course you're going to be written up on Facebook. You're writing a threat. You know how many threats in America? I mean, there was one this morning at a university. There are shootings all the time. And there's so many Facebook and Twitter comments that they look back on and they go, oh, that person was a creep. Yeah, it's the same energy when you post that. You're, you're doing the exact same thing. Only how are we supposed to know if you're kidding or not? You know, 856. 49 Hoppy. I, I I mean, it's just getting out of control here. Whoa! Happy Hot Topic! Part one of Elon Musk bashing. In today's tech fights, Elon... Oh, why is this so quiet? Let's do this again. Deputy 856 49 Hoppy. In today's tech fights, Elon Musk moves to start collecting money from Twitter users. During a live stream, he told advertisers that he's filed paperwork with the Treasury Department so he can start charging $8 a month for a so-called blue subscription it was sad when i saw people buy the blue subscription i'm like why it doesn't matter applying to be verified and then getting verified is one thing like i didn't get approved i don't ever want to be verified but when you see people that actually paid you're like dude it's so dorky man it's not cool who i paid to get verified now if you apply to get verified even though that's kind of lame that, that you got accepted <laughs> i'm just saying Google is now issuing refunds for subscription fees and games played on Stadia. The three-year-old cloud gaming service is being shut down in January because Google admits it never attracted the number of users expected. I never even heard about it. I'm not like a big video game guy, but I'm also not like not a big video game guy. I just don't have the money to buy video games. But that's one of my things. When I get rich, I'm just going to buy all the video games in the world. And let me tell you, I never heard about this. What is this? A Google video game setup? I never heard about this. 856-49-HOPPY. If you've heard about this and I'm just missing out, but obviously you didn't. Google is now issuing refunds for subscription fees and games played on Stadia. The three-year-old cloud gaming service is being shut down in January because Google- Sounds awful. That is an awful name for a company. 
service is being shut down in January because Google admits it never attracted the number of users expected. And they were expecting four. And if you can't decide what to make for dinner, the press of a button could decide for you. A Swedish company is testing an app with an unplanned button. It picks out a recipe and delivers the ingredients to you in 10 minutes. I wonder if like a sugar baby would like hijack it and have it be like dinner night at Burns and have her sugar daddy press it or be like, uh, leave me alone. I'm just with you for the money. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. So that's part one of the Elon Musk bashing. We'll get to part two in a second. But this following segment was brought to you by Rich Keeley. When I tell you that he's the best barber in the Bay, I'm a man of my words. I would not lie to you. Do you see every few weeks I take the selfie with Rich Keeley when I get the haircut and oh, my God, I would have sex with me. I do twice a day. Well, here's the thing. Here's the issue. You can go to any other chain place and get an average haircut and then go, why am I getting average haircut? Or you can go to the best barber in all of the Bay Area, being Rich Keeley over at Salon Loft on Kennedy Boulevard. And you might have to sign up at richkbarber.com. Like you're going to have to sign up, but you might have to wait a few days. It's worth it. He's the best around. So when you go there and you get that haircut, tell him I sent you. Happy hour. Happy hour. Well, it was good while it lasted, I guess. But Sheriff, the glory hole is the pride and joy of Dougal County. Fella found an even older glory hole two towns over. Lord knows I ain't looking forward to telling the tourism board about this. Such an elegant concept. How simple. A lowly hole to commemorate his glory. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. 856 49 Hoppy. It's 856 4946773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can always email me. Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, you can always use the talkback feature. Twitter appears to have paused its blue subscription service, which would allow users to be verified if they pay $8 a month. The pause. So did all the people that uh, bought it now, are they unverified? Because that wouldn't be fair. Twitter appears to have paused its blue subscription service, which would allow users to be verified if they pay $8 a month. The pause comes as users were apparently abusing the feature to improve. You don't say that's going to happen. Twitter, the meanest website, maybe second place to Reddit, but the meanest social media platform by far, by far, it is the meanest platform. And you're expecting that to have integrity? Man, Elon Musk must be such a narcissist. He must be such a sociopath that he goes, oh my God, when I'm taking over Twitter, it's going to gain credibility because I'm there. 
no one's going to pull a fast one on me and pretend to be LeBron James. Personate brands and celebrities. The service was part of new CEO Elon Musk's plan to generate new revenue from the social media platform that he paid $44 billion to acquire earlier this month. Oh, that's why you let everybody go. You're going to lay everybody off. That sounds like that's going to really fix the issue. <laughs> oh, man. He is such a scumbag. I don't care how rich you are. You didn't create anything. Jeff Bezos is another scumbag, but Jeff Bezos built it. You know what I mean? Like, Jeff Bezos made it. You watch that video from 1999 of Jeff Bezos being interviewed, and he was a million. He was a millionaire at the time, but he was uh, some local news was doing like a feature on him or one of the national old news magazine shows on TV. Just look up Jeff Bezos 1999 interview, and the guy is like critiquing his office and like, oh, you got Amazon spraying it. You have it spray painted on the wall, and you're driving a beat up car. And then now reporter is like now 78 and broke. And Jeff Bezos is now the richest man. He built that. You can think he's a scumbag. He cheated on his wife, whatever. By the way, like, I don't know what happened. I'll get back to Jeff Bezos in a second. But I don't know if it's just because everyone's slutty now and life's short, I guess. I don't personally do it. But I, there's so many people I know that cheat on their significant other that it makes me go... Am I missing out because I'm not being a scumbag? Am I missing out? But back to Jeff Bezos, it's one of those things where you look at it and you go, yeah, he cheats on his girl like a scumbag and wants that uh, Fox News anchor or whatever she is. And then uh, he does a lot of greedy things, but he built it. He built it. Elon Musk did not build it. Let me tell you. On happy hour, I bash a lot of celebrities and I talk smack, but I'm doing it for entertainment. I'm doing it to make you laugh. <laughs> I'm doing it for hilarity. But there's one thing that you will never, ever, ever hear me say on this show. Because in the past, I used to bash the Kardashians. Now I respect their grind. But you will never until the day I'm dead. And even then, I will haunt from the afterlife. That doesn't exist. You will never hear me compliment that scumbag, that sociopath, that dirtbag known as Alec Baldwin. No! Happy Hot Topic! Take it away, Today Show. Other news, actor Alec Baldwin is attempting to clear his name after last year's fatal shooting on the set of the movie Rust. On Friday, the actor filed a cross-complaint against four people involved in the handling and supplying of the loaded gun that killed... Yeah, are, are, are you serious here? Are, are you serious? You, you serious? You're suing everybody else when you're the one that shot the gun. You're the one that's the idiot. You acted like you knew everything about guns and you were going on SNL talking about guns and impersonating Trump. And then you're the idiot that took a life. I know he didn't mean to, but he literally is unable to admit that he did wrong. He is what you call a textbook sociopath complaint against four people involved in the handling and supplying of the loaded gun that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. The lawsuit was originally filed by the film's script supervisor. Baldwin is seeking a share of the damages, saying he has experienced immense grief and suffered an emotional, physical, and financial toll as a result of the incident. He's such a narcissist that he's like, I do feel bad for taking a woman's life on accident. 
I do feel bad, but I don't want to go to jail or be prosecuted. So I'm going to say that it's your fault for me feeling bad about not knowing how to use a gun and being an idiot on a movie set. I mean, and then he has another kid. Like, oh my God, that voicemail he left his daughter. I wonder what Snapchats he leaves her. You know what I mean? Like, clean up your room. Happy hour. Happy hour. Hour will be right back. I swear, you are such a thoughtless little four-year-old. The way you use your iPad and don't pay attention to me when I'm yelling at you, talking about how I'm innocent. Yes, you, you terrible daughter. <laughs> and the funny part is, I would not rule a moment in the Alec Baldwin household in uh, 2022. I would not rule against that happening. This following segment has been brought to you by FitzAgeFitness.net. When I tell you that Devin Prasad is the best trainer in the Bay, I'm a man of my words, I would not lie to you. So here's how it goes. Here's how it works. Here's what you do. You go to FitzAgeFitness.net and there's different memberships and much more. It's got Devin's phone number, Devin's email. Devin Prasad's the best around. And he's the son of Tampa Bay legend, Danny Prasad. So for all the info, FitzSageFitness.net. Tell them I sent you. Happy hour. Happy hour. Finally, I'm one of those guys who can't wait to get to work in the morning. Like a dairy cow. Oh! Oh! Oh, yes! Yes! Oh! Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. This is Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy. Hanging out with you and you. Don't think I forgot about you. 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me. Yeah, Ryan Hoppy Radio. And you can always email me, Radio at gmail.com. And if you're using the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app, you can always hit me up, leave me a message. By the way, Go to podcastmanifest.com. It's my new company I'm working on. I have all the podcast equipment on the go. As the motto is, podcasts on the go. Everyone goes, oh, I want to begin a podcast. I want to begin a podcast. Well, we can negotiate a prize. And as long as you're in the Bay Area, let's make it happen, Captain. Because, I mean, I hear everybody go, I want to begin a podcast. I want to begin a podcast. I want to begin a podcast. And occasionally I'll get advice or I'll get people that will ask me for advice. Hey, how do I begin a podcast? For all the info, podcastmanifest.com. Happy Hot Topic. Now, GMA, and we are talking turkey and the fixings, inflation at the grocery store. But there are ways to save and still pull off a festive holiday meal. ABC. Go to Aldi's. That's pretty much the solution. I love how these rich anchors are, are like, just just to save money. We're not going to save money because we make at least 500000 a year so we can afford it. It's going to be a little pricey for our, for our bank account, but we'll be fine. 
Think about the poor person that actually can't afford to get a turkey from Publix. What's the solution? He's Deirdre Bolton is at a market in New York. By the way, it's up 17%. That's insane. This planet deserves to explode. Been hearing that like meteors have been going by our planet or whatever. Just go through our planet and just crush us. We don't deserve this planet. <laughs> New York City with more. We're hoping there's ways to still save. Good morning, dear. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Eva. With the price of ingredients such as eggs, butter, flour up 25% or. Yeah, what's happening? For more from this time last year, Thanksgiving hosts are going to have to get creative. You know what's going to be this year? You know what's going to happen this year? You know what's going to go down this year? I'll let you know. Uh, for the past a million years at Thanksgiving's been around, no one's really paid. Have you ever Venmoed anybody? Like, here's eight bucks. That's what I think the solution should be, is if you have a Thanksgiving party, you should bring food and then throw like eight bucks for the meal. That's the solution. But let's hear what their solutions are for saving money. With less than two weeks to go until Thanksgiving. I'll go to my mom's house. She's going to put it down. You know, we're going to have uh, fried turkey, greens, mm -hmm. collard greens. Got it. Uh, dressing, potato salad, yams, a little bit of every Hell yeah. Okay. Shopping for this year's holiday dinner amid record high food prices will be costly. It's heartbreaking because like you go see something as that used to be like only like two, three dollars is now like seven to ten dollars. Yeah. Good morning, America. What's the uh, solution? I'm just, I'm like, how are people eating? The per pound prices for turkey, the holiday's biggest staple, now up 17%. Oh, whatever. The only way turkey would be worth paying 17% more is if there was some factor where when you take it, it literally makes you not sleepy afterwards. Because there's nothing worse than driving home from a Thanksgiving party and you're a little bloated. You took a few toms, so you're doing all right, but you're not feeling the best. And you're driving home and you're just sleepy, man. Thanksgiving is just a, oh man. The costs are so expensive that this year some supermarket chains are offering free turkey giveaways and honoring last year's prices. Even if we didn't have the money to have like a big Thanksgiving dinner, we could only make a couple of few dishes. If you're on a budget, you could save some money at the checkout counter, especially if you're flexible. You can use chickens, you know, there's duck. You can. Oh, when she was saying flexible, I was thinking of Kegels. Also, even have seafood if that's something that people find interesting and powerful. Oh, so pretty much um, if you can't afford to have the food that people that have money have, just have the crappy fish because that's what you really want to have on Thanksgiving. Another difference this year, the cost of eating at home jumped 12.4% from last year, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. I'm glad the rich and elite that run this planet are really taking care of us. They're really finding solutions for helping out the inflation. Because you know what's been the solution for helping out inflation is saying you're going to do something about the inflation and then it continues to go up like our president. And I'm not saying that I voted for the orange man because I haven't voted since 2012 for Obama. And I only voted for Obama because I'm from Chicago. I think every single politician is despicable. So I don't care. But you can't lie if you're liberal and you voted for Biden that he has not done, that he's done a good job. You know what I mean? You can't lie to yourself. And here's what I'm saying is all he's done is go, I'm going to work on inflation. I'm going to work on inflation. How?
It's only gone up since you've said, I want to work on inflation. Maybe the key to fixing the inflation problem is to not address it. Because every time it seems that our dumb dementia patient of a president said he's working on it, it goes up. Now the cost of dining out rose 8.6% over the same time. One Wall Street analyst says dining out can be costly, but it may be a better value this year than one might expect. A Friendsgiving tomorrow and I'm making a risotto. But I'm going to my sister's house because okay. it's, uh, it's precious. All right, I don't care anymore. I was just trying to find out how we can save money. And Menards, if you're from Chicago, you'll get that. Uh, so with Elon Musk taking over Twitter... <laughs> I thought it was going to be such a great transition. Today's tech bite. Wow, we're having a problem with the sounds. All right, 856-49-HOPPY. Just got to refresh the page. In today's tech bites, more job cuts at Twitter. Thousands of contracted workers at Elon Musk's company were reportedly let go Saturday, many without notice. It comes. Oh, that sounds good. It's going to really help out the environment of the people that didn't get let go. Hey, you're making $200,000. we are going to give you 12 jobs and one pay. I mean, that's pretty much how the world works now. I bet anybody that really hated Jack Dorsey is probably missing him now. Comes after Twitter laid off about half of its employees last month when Musk took over the company. Musk did not respond to requests for comments. Yeah, of course not. What's he going to say? I joined something that's failing and all my, decisions, all my decisions have made it fail more? Like, he's always such a big man. Elon Musk is always like, oh my God, I am the authority on everything. And then when it's time to talk about the fact that Twitter's failing, he's like, I'm going to hide behind the keyboard like a wimp. Google is rolling out a software update to address issues with its Nest Wi-Fi Pro router. Google released its new router last month, but some users have complained about reduced internet speeds. You don't say Google products not being as good as Apple products? Whoa, that's breaking news. Get the hell out of here. Finally, Volkswagen has reportedly built a motorized high-tech office chair. Looks a lot like the Star Trek captain's chair and reaches speeds up to 12 miles an hour. When I become a millionaire, which I'm already a millionaire, I'm just not a millionaire because all the manifest station videos always talk about act like you're a millionaire. So as a fellow millionaire, I am never going to buy one of those fancy chairs. I'll roll around my office of the CEO as the CEO of the company, podcastmanifest.com, podcast on the go, and I'm going to sit in an average office chair because that's what I do here. <laughs> 856-49-HOPPY. I've, um, I've found some things recently, some things uh, pretty funny about being back on the market, being on Tinder, Bumble, and uh, the single mom's uh, marketplace known as Facebook dating, and we're going to get into that and more right after this. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. This following segment was brought to you by the best MMA trainer in all of the Bay Area. I don't know if you notice this trend, but I surround myself with the absolute best. I surround myself with the absolute elite. That's what you got to do in life. And when I tell you that Amir Academy of Martial Arts fits that, I'm a man of my words, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to. 
Amiracademy.com. He's got MMA classes. He's got kids classes, women's self-defense classes. If you just want to get into shape, he's got his own gym. He's just got everything, everything. But you got to make it happen. You can't just keep listening to my live reads of me talking about Amiracademy.com and not actually going. You got to make it happen. For all the info, Amiracademy.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. This, this, this should be played. This, this, this should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Listen to me, Randy. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Someone hit the... Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, yes. 856-49-HOBBY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me, at Ryan Hobby Radio. You can always email me, Ryan Hobby Radio, at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, I don't know why you wouldn't be... You can use the talkback feature. All right, we got some other things we got to talk about before we talk about the dating apps. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. RyanHoppyRadio.com has all the links to all the podcasting platforms that I'm on. That being Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spreaker, MixCloud, Deezer, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Google Play. All the platforms, literally all of them. Before my job at iHeartRadio this past August, I wasn't on that app. But no, I'm literally on all of them. Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. All right. So I've been on Facebook dating lately, which literally is just single moms looking to find someone that can be the father of their kid. You know what's funny? (laughs) Every single relationship is going to be bossy. You're going to have the man. I can only speak for heterosexual relationships. But you'll have the man kind of telling the woman what to do, and you'll have the woman kind of telling the man what to do. Opposites attract. And here's what is what happens. Then there becomes resentment. And then the person's forever mad. And things don't work out. So then when they go on to dating apps, they're projecting about their previous relationships and they're writing out all the things they don't want in the next relationship in the bio on the dating platform. And you're just telling me you're not over your ex. Here's what I mean. 
I'll be swiping right, which I swipe right on everybody because I view dating apps to be a lottery. I don't take it seriously. And uh, you'll go on there and it'll be like, don't. Don't smoke weed. Don't drink. Don't go out. Don't hang out with your friends. Don't breathe. Da, da, da. I'm looking for a man who's independent, a.k.a. pays for everything. I'm looking for a man that does everything. Da, da, da. You know how bad of energy that is that you're literally beginning by complaining about everything you've dealt with? And who's to say that you're not just insincere and you're a little insecure about your own problems. So when you're saying no drinking and no smoking, you're actually the one that does that. I'm just saying, and this goes with both genders. My bio literally says, and I quote, six, nine, because that matters on here. And then they go, oh my God, are you really that tall? And then I got the end, literally. But this whole bossiness, you're wondering why no one's swiping right. It's because no one wants to be bossed at. That's for six months in the relationship when everything's dandy and fun and then the bossiness comes out. (laughs) And the other one. (laughs) I love this more than anything. I sincerely love this more than anything. I love when it's always a beautiful woman, like gorgeous, like one that has everything bought for her at the club because every dude thinks buying a drink is going to get them laid, that type of just (laughs) your heart type of vibe. The type of hot where everybody's nervous around them at all times. The type of hot where if a dude's not nervous around them, they're either gay, asexual, or in a really loyal relationship. Like that type of hot where the girl walks in the room and you're like, well, here's the thing. That type of hot, if they're not making any income, they want to go traveling because life's short and I need to go to Italy on a three-week vacation where after seven days, I'm going to want to kill you because I have no idea what you're like because I'm having you pay for everything. Yeah, if you ever see somebody, I'm only able to speak for heterosexual men speaking about heterosexual women or bisexual women, which they're fun. If it says, looking for a travel buddy, gentlemen, It means I'm looking to go on vacations and have you pay for everything and I'll pay you back by having a lot of sex and then we'll get into arguments because I'll do really annoying things. (laughs) I mean, come on now, that's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. And that's fine, but just say I'm looking for somebody to buy me things, which I respect the females that post that out there. Like, shout out to you. Like, you got no integrity and I really dig it. Speaking of something with no integrity, that would be the NFL. I'm not saying it's not popular and I don't consume it. It doesn't mean it has integrity, though. Out to the new battle over artificial turf in the NFL. Phil Lipoff is at NFL headquarters this morning. Hey, bud. One player is saying he'd rather get struck by lightning than play on turf. Uh, That makes sense. Uh, Well, it does. That sounded passive-aggressive, and I didn't mean for it to sound passive-aggressive. Also, you know the NFL headquarters is always freaking out whenever there's reporters in front. You know, Roger Goodell is probably at the top floor looking down, and he's like, no, the reporters are here. Is it about Dan Snyder? Is it about the 35 side chicks I have? What are they going to report now? Because I must be perfect at all times, even though I've dealt with everything since the beginning wrong, and the biggest moment was Ray Rice. If that doesn't... What's going on? 
say it all, and we'll get to some more players in just a minute, Janae, but this morning, uh, the NFL Players Association is demanding that the league ban certain artificial turf fields in order to keep players safe. Sorry about the siren. We'll get through this one. In a letter, the NFLPA is asking the league for an immediate ban on slit film turf fields, they're called, citing higher injury rates compared to other playing surfaces, specifically non-contact ankle and foot injuries. Right now, that slit film turf is used in six stadiums. MetLife, where the Jets and Giants play, Ford Field, home to the Detroit Lions, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Caesar Superdome in New Orleans, Lucas Oil Stadium, where the Colts play, and Paycor Stadium, home to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the League and Players Association contracted a third party to compile and analyze data on every single injury during every season. That committee presented its findings to owners last month. It focused on non-contact injuries, which as recently as 2019 were notably higher than artificial turf fields. However, the differences began narrowing in 2020 and then last year were nearly identical. Still, as you mentioned, Janae, players are speaking out against the turf. Travis Kelsey, Kansas City Chiefs tight end, saying, I'd rather practice in sleet, snow, thunderstorm with a chance of getting struck by lightning than run inside on turf. L.A. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup, last year's Super Bowl MVP champion, uh, tweeting, I believe that we and all teams should be playing on grass. However, the NFL does not agree. In a statement released Saturday, the league saying in part, while slit film surfaces have two... Why would you care about the uh, athletes, NFL? You're nothing more than the mafia. That does not surprise me that the NFL didn't even care about hearing from things. Roger Goodell is a scumbag. And his logic... There's only two to three more injuries a year with it that have happened yet. Don't manifest it, you dumb redheaded moron. League saying in part, while slit film surfaces have two to three more injuries per year, most of them ankle sprains, a low burden injury, whereas slit film also sees a lower rate of fewer high burden ACL injuries compared to other synthetic fields. Having said the the thing is this. He's probably got some deal with the company that provides the turf. There's something that the NFL makes money off of with the turf. At all of the lat, the league goes on to say no change is necessary, but more study is needed. And yeah, yeah, more more research, like your <laughs> like your research on concussions. The NFL cares about concussions. God, they are the worst. We watch them so they win. That's the thing. Everybody complains. Oh, I hate the NFL. Oh, I hate the NFL. But what are you doing about it? Nothing. And there's really nothing we can do about it. We literally are just screwed, man. The product's gone down. The refs can't get any call right. But hey, they're making their money. So they don't really care. They don't care at all. You know who else doesn't care? This deadbeat loser of a father. <laughs> Another bundle of joy has arrived for Nick Cannon. Oh, I'm sure he's given them equal time along with his nine jobs. He's such a present father that Nick Cannon. <laughs> Dirtbag. Mass singer hosts 11th child was born on Friday. His third with Abby De La Rosa. Nick wow, Jesus, really just squaring out kids like a water gun. Nick and Abby both announced the happy news on Instagram and the proud papa revealed their baby girl's name. Yeah. He wrote 11-11-2022. A beautiful day for beautiful Zeppelin Cannon to arrive. Oh, wow, that's a great name, Zeppelin. Wait, is it beautiful Zeppelin? Kaplan? Or Cannon? Not Kaplan. That's such a unique name, that beautiful Zeppelin Kaplan. BZC in the house. 
Nick went on to shower Abby with love. He wrote, Yeah, it was a good time. I forgot to pull out, but whatever. I'm a deadbeat. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. You make it all look so easy and effortless. Yeah, I, I, I just lay there and you just kind of ride me and then I get you pregnant and then you have to do all the work and then I'm like, I gotta go. My 11th kid was born, but I gotta go tape my uh, my episode of The Mad Singer. Goodbye now and I'm gonna knock up someone else afterwards in the makeup room. All looks so easy and effortless, but I'm forever indebted to your tireless work of constant dedication, diligent effort, and selfless love that you give to our children and myself. Beautiful is privileged to have such a loving and spiritually inclined mother. Your resilience and strength doesn't go unnoticed. Watching you smile through the world's madness and my constant craziness is so impressive. Not a day goes by that I am not filled with gratitude for all your care, words of affirmation, kindness, and inspiration. Thank you. If I don't- Her words of affirmation. Oh my God, it feels so good. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh yeah, this following segment was brought to you by the best printing company in all of the Bay Area, westchaseprinting.com. When you go there and you get that invoice, tell them I sent you and they will hook you up. Happy hour. Happy hour. I'd like a uh, $9,000 prostitute, please. Oh, do you have nine $1,000 ones? Yeah, good. And if you got an albino, send her up too. In like 20 minutes, I'm going to be asleep, so get them up here. I had like half a bottle of melatonin, six beers, this whole bucket of chicken. Oh, the Sandman is coming. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. What are you looking at? Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be, because you are dirt! You make me sick, you big baby! Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. No! Happy Hot Topic! What the hell is going on with that scumbag known as Mark Zuckerberg? Bright, colorful future filled with virtual reality may have to wait. After the CEO of Facebook parent company Meta announced big cuts. Yeah. (laughs) You know what we're learning? Because Mark Zuckerberg didn't even create the idea of Facebook. So he's essentially nothing more than another Elon Musk because it wasn't an original idea like Jeff Bezos with Amazon. And we're learning that these originally billionaires that get everything given to them can't keep it going because they're not that original. 13% of the workforce, 11,000 employees laid off. And he blamed everybody else in the email like the sociopath that he is. I want to say you know, up front. Yeah. Uh, that I take... That I, I take responsibility, right? Full responsibility for this decision. So, uh, yeah. He is a sociopath. His eyes, he does not look like he's slept since 2004, which I would be... Uh, I'd be full of sleepless nights if I realized that I was a hack. A contrite Zuckerberg appeared on video to the staff. Oh, that's contrite. by an employee impacted by the layoffs. <laughs> it was, you know, one of the hardest calls that I've, I've had to make in, in, in the 18 years of running the company. Running it into the ground. 
As you'd expect, Meta employees took to social media. Just woke up to news that Meta has laid off 13% of employees, myself included, wrote one. Another said it was a dream role, dream team, dream manager, dream everything. Uh, no, it wasn't, because then you'd be there. It's like romanticizing your ex. Zuckerberg says Meta needs to become a leaner and more efficient company. Mm -hmm. He spent billions of dollars on his virtual reality vision of the future. Called yeah, that, that's all creepy, you know. Called the Metaverse. A surgeon will be able to practice as many times as needed in the Metaverse mm -hmm. before laying her hands on a real patient. Oh, that's good. Let's go on to a virtual world to do open heart transplants. <laughs> We're doomed investors complain he spent far too much on the concept facebook had been seen as the silicon valley tech darling but i love these old-time announcers that have to when they do the news report they talk all like it was uh, the, the silicon valley yes i have to talk like this because i have to be an announcer on the concept yes. facebook had been seen as the silicon valley tech darling yeah. but meta stock has dropped 70 percent this year alone <laughs> dummy <laughs> he's so dumb third quarter earnings down 50 percent yeah facebook was spending like 1980s rock stars and now growth has really come off significantly the metaverse yeah, it's funny. All the Gen Zs that are born in like the late 2000s, early 2010s, they all find Facebook to be for old people. I don't think Zuckerberg really thought he was going to fall off that fast. Her strategy continues to be an uphill battle. The world has viewed Zuckerberg as something of, of a savant and a business genius, but he admits he got this wrong. Duh. You know, he had the money to like pay for everyone's salary to fix everything, but he had to save the money. Oh, that, those billions of dollars are really going to go to a good use. This is Mark Zuckerberg saying we grew too fast. We assumed that the boom times would continue. Yeah. Well, we didn't. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the lack of jobs. It's just funny. He's a dumb. Just call Megan Fox the clapback queen. No, call her whenever a celebrity is called a clapback queen on these news reports just realize that they're responding to haters because they're insecure <laughs> clapback queen no you're insecure just call megan fox the clapback queen i'll call her funny toes the actress gets fans on instagram talking after sharing photos of herself and fiance machine gun kelly dressed up as elves for halloween i can't i can't tell them apart literally they have like the same hair it's bizarre I hung out with MGK when I worked in Cleveland Radio. He's cool. Reek the weed. Reek the weed. I never would have thought that Colson, whatever his name is, from Cleveland, Ohio, would become this. It's fascinating. With Megan rocking a sexy costume with two very high slits. <laughs> but she swiftly shuts down one internet troll who makes... Oh, yeah, totally worth it. I bet that troll is like, oh, my God, Megan Fox responded to me. And she's like, I told him. Why do you care? They don't say it to your face. If they said it to your face, you would slap them. Why do you care? Why do they care? Makes an offensive remark after mistaking the tattoo on her pelvis for pubic hair. Whoa. The critic comments, all that money and she can't buy a razor. She's now <laughs> off my list. 
To which Megan sarcastically replies, Are you mistakenly referring to my tattoo? Either way, I'm devastated to be off your list. Was hoping you'd wife me. Uh, that's so funny, Megan. You're hilarious. <laughs> also, I like hair. It's weird if you don't have hair, if you go out of your way to shave. Like, no, I, I want to be with a woman, you know? I, I must be perfectly shaved. Why? It's, it's fun. It's like a little launching pad. The star's response comes weeks after she put a mom shamer in their place for asking where your kid's at on her Instagram post. Ah, uh, they're, they're with your dad. <laughs> 50 Cent seems to be reigniting his feud with Madonna. Irrelevant number one, besides the uh, power universe and great TV shows and irrelevant number two, Madonna going after each other. <laughs> they need to bang already. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe they banged and it was an angry bang. 50 Cent seems to be reigniting his feud with Madonna. Yeah. On November 5th, the intro rapper took to Instagram to share his thoughts on the Like a Virgin singer. 50 shared a screenshot of an opinion piece published on The Root, claiming Madonna uses rap music in her TikTok videos for clout and wrote, I told y'all grandma was on like a virgin at 64, lol. Madge has yet to respond to the comment, but this isn't the first time the Inda Club musician has dissed her. In June, the 47-year-old compared Madonna to aliens, posting a photo of her to his Instagram page along with images of extraterrestrials and said, Yeah, she's just tripping out and banging 26-year-olds. Ed, I hope she didn't make her kids take this picture. LOL, at 63, somebody tell her to chill out, please. Well, you just did. Tell her to chill out. That's that passive-aggressive thing where he's not going to go all, go all out and say, I'm telling you to relax. Someone tell her kids to, but I just put it in a post. Ugh, I don't get it. Like, 50 can be cool, and he can just be passive-aggressive. A little petty. At the time, the Material Girl singer clapped back, sharing a photo of the pair on MTV's TRL in yeah. 2003. Got it. And wrote on her Instagram stories, Here is 50 Cent pretending to be my friend. Now you have decided to talk smack about me? I guess your new career is getting attention by trying to humiliate others on social media. Bingo. The least elevated choice you could make as an artist and an adult. Although he may still have beef with Madonna, one person 50 has buried the hatchet with is Wendy Williams. In oh, that's good. In 2020, the Four Life star opened up to access Hollywood's Mario Lopez about being on good terms with the former TV host. Yeah, he looks at Wendy. He's like, God, you're pathetic. I feel bad for you, actually. I can't even hold beef anymore with something that's so pathetic. Because <laughs> forever and ever, she ran her mouth about everybody else. And then she's the one that gets canceled. What's she been up to? Forget about me calling Madonna and 50 Cent irrelevant. This woman's irrelevant. Not too good. Not too good. Wendy Williams, are you cool with her now? Or Yeah, we did some cocaine. It's all good. Wendy says from... Some nice things about me lately. Yeah. Okay. Not anything. Like you know, it's really. I look at it like she was consistently a support of things that were extremely irritating to me for a long period of time. She built a whole career on talking about celebrity, the behind the scenes lifestyle or things that's happening 
when you go through all of that and you said all of these things over over time, it builds up and you start to be a person that you can legitimately say, I don't like that person. Yeah. Every time I see something from them, it's, it's something nuts coming from them. Well, someone who uh, is a big fan of yours, and we were just talking about you, my boy Mark Wahlberg, he says hey, you want the only other dudes in Hollywood that picks up a check. <laughs> yeah, yo, look, 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 Mark, I had, I had lunch, we had lunch. We had got together, well, it was dinner. It was in the evening. And I didn't, uh, I, I didn't want to stay. Like, I had, we was there for a while, talking. Yeah. So I got up and I went to the restroom. And then when I went to the restroom, I called the waiter over and I said, I want to get a check. So I took care of the actual bill and I come back. And Mark is like, I said, no, you know, it's cool. Have a good time. And I said, I'm great. I'm going to leave. I'll I get over with you later. And he's like, oh, he's away. I said, I took care of the bill. He said, I'll find a guy who can find his pockets. And he's leaving? <laughs> he's leaving? He said, because it's so often the person sure. that picks up the tap. Yeah, but everything around him there, he was like, whoa, what, what just happened? Yeah. All right, we're going to come back and wrap up everything right after this. Happy hour. Happy hour. Hour, we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment's been brought to you by uh, who could it be brought to you by quadpod.com, qodpod.com slash Ryan Hoppy, the best podcast network around. It's also being brought to you by zradiolive.com every Thursday at 5 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. Central on zradiolive.com and zradiolive on Odyssey and TuneIn. Happy hour. Happy hour. Hey, it's, uh, I mean, it's like a koala bear crapped a rainbow in my brain. He never comes <laughs> back, and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet that the other stations are tuned in to. <laughs> Yes, let's get into it. 856-49-HOPPY, baby. Union just got one over-the-top gift for her birthday, and it's pretty permanent. The Bring It On actress took to Instagram to reveal that her hubby, Dwayne Wade, went all out for her 50th birthday by honoring her with some new ink. In the video clip, the retired b-ball star shows off his new tattoo. Whoa, you got your 18th tattoo for your wife. Wow. Hopefully, you never get a divorce. And you know what that means? Dwayne Wade is whipped. Yeah. Of course. I've had less oral than sex. We're going to get really <laughs> honest here. Jana Kramer shares some very intimate details about her sex life with Mike Cawson. The One Tree Hill alum gets really real, telling listeners on her podcast, Wind Down, why she's hesitant about the whole going down thing. Oh, yeah. And you're hesitant why people don't want to wife you down. That might be one of the reasons. And even when you do, it's like, man, quit using your teeth. I've had less oral than sex. If we're going to get really honest here, um, receiving was even lower. Like my ex-husband, uh-huh. the third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, three different marriages. Yeah, th that might be the overall factor. It just feels good. I hate when they don't like doing it. It's like, no. 
It feels good. Don't you want to make us feel good? Obviously not if you've been in 100 million relationships and it's always everybody else's fault. He didn't do that for the first time until we were maybe getting back together when he got out of rehab. Well, maybe he went to rehab because of drugs and the drugs are kind of giving him whiskey to eat. So she's like going down there for 20 minutes and she's like, hello, anybody home? Happy hour. Happy hour. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.